0: Hey it's white boy Chris If the Pat Down's ever made you laugh Then join our Patreon and support us Get bonus content, a t-shirt, or an autographed copy Of Rabbit, Miss Pat's autobiography Visit misspatcomedy.com for the link to the Patreon And while you're there, join our Facebook group
1: Welcome to another episode of the Pat Down We're here talking about some real shit Therapy, church bomb, Crazy people, Donald Trump, auntie. We talking about all kind of shit. Narcissism. What's the other diseases they have? Borderline. Borderline narcissist, and what else? Nauseousie. Borderline narcissist and sociopath. <laughs> sociopath. So, 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 Security check, getting nigga ass. All them niggas out there who crazy. Stay tuned after the music. <laughs> what are you doing? The baby's laughing at you. <laughs>
2: You better get up, get out, and yeah. tune into this podcast. Yeah. This Pat back, spit the truth, spit the real fact. Yeah. Nothing but the ugly, classy at the same time. Tac got the flavor, these are not the uh, same, same lines. It's the politics, she been on the real grind. real grind. It could be pretty, but ugly at the same time. Same time. Just tune in, put your lock on the spin down. down. Ain't no need for the wait and turn it up now. On what down. you talking about? Is yeah. real though? Yeah. And cut the game, you get no play like Nintendo way a time, turn the up. nothing but the ugly. Straight off the top, everything she said, you know, it's funny. Full plans, this is taste of the future. Listen on your iPhone on your desktop computer. Cherry, tweet it. Ain't no way to beat it. Nothing but the ugly, turn up and go repeat it.
1: We're literally talking about different, um, what is it called, Chris? Helicopter parents, sheltered kids. Oh, is that what they call?
0: Or what we,
2: no, we were talking uh, about?
1: Conditions, conditions. Mental health. Issues. Mental health. Issues. Yeah, right. We uh, and you know, we was talking to our producers here, Kate, and um, she was you do, you around do I year? Oh, um, she was saying that you know how she, uh, you call them PK pastor right. kids and how she was all sheltered and shit, and right. and she learned of these conditions, which is.
0: Borderline narcissism, sociopaths, you know, hysteronics, like all that stuff, like all the personality disorders.
1: Yeah, and you and she said like her mom would do shit like trip her up going up the stairs. Like it's mo- mostly like you would think it is planned, but it wasn't ve- really planned. This buff, this okay, it's okay to do it one time, it's, but you're doing this shit two, three times a day, bitch, you crazy. It's mind
0: games to create a control, a control, like what what happens in a lot of households and like, especially I think in suburban white households is control games, mind games. It's very sheltered. We're going to, we're going to keep you in a bubble. And then like, there's also like this cruelty and this narcissism. And it's like, so you get out into the world and you're totally not prepared for the world. And you end up
1: kidnapping. And you have all
0: your parents' bad thinking patterns. And then no, and then mental health is stigmatized. So So it's like crazy.
1: I I wasn't, that, I'm glad we're talking about this because I was in AT&T store the other day and I was uh, I was getting something done with an iPad. And at first it was just me. And I am in now, one of the guys worked as a fan. He listened to the podcast. Hey, darling. But um, and then in walked this couple. And um, I, I said they, they were they look like Carol Baskin. That's what they look like to me. <laughs> so that they, bitch owes me money. He said, "So they Let walked me in. out." Trump. <laughs> he walked in. He said, "They owed a couple." They said, "My daughter says it's time for me to get off her account." And I'm looking like, uh, fuck wrong, these folks. Why do these old folks on their daughter account? Yeah. So they sat down and they started talking, y'all. And uh, the, the guy was like, well, you can get your own account. And uh, uh, he said, but we have to run the credit. He like, oh, we locked all credit because we don't want nobody to get our credit. Right. I said, what the fuck wrong with these folks? Then they <laughs> then they went on to say, the man said, well, with the plan, you know, with the at plan, you can get HBO, Hulu. And this couple literally said, what is Hulu? They said, oh, no, we only watch the HomeMart Channel. That's how we watch that in cartoon. Right. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> These people don't want to believe that the world is real. <laughs> so they watch Art Channel. Well, shit is perfect.
0: Mm-hmm. And if you threaten, like we had an instance on a show that I work on where we had a guest. And they mentioned diversity is a good thing and said the word white man. And this is a white older man that said it you wouldn't believe the crying about it i mean it was like you had invaded the safe space and had basically how dare you confront me with black people in this safe bubble that i've created for myself and like that's the whole i don't know i think boomer parents white parents because that's what i know like there has been an effort to keep themselves protected from everything their kids protected from everything and it's just created this fragility in people that makes them totally ill equipped to talk about the real issues in those worlds. Like me at the beginning, like, go to list- join the Patreon. Go listen to me in those first few episodes that we talk about race, you know, because yeah. it's like, and we they're in the Patreon because I didn't want them in the public feed cuz I wasn't ready for all that. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, we know, nigga. You yeah. a tea party. We know you're tea party. You know, party but it's day. like that
0: fragility of like
1: seeing your suit too big up there pledging you know, to be racist for the rest of your life and only fuck cucumbers. I saw you.
0: But it starts <laughs> it starts What with, is your thing
2: with cucumbers? I don't know.
1: It's <laughs> like I'm your not, go-to don't frozen
2: cucumber. Don't have any pickles in this household.
1: <laughs> they don't break when they froze.
0: <laughs> what put you put your What down? Put what, your peaking down. I'm pointing at What you what you saw at that AT and T store is my friend's parents.
1: Yeah, her I was. Parents. I was actually really shocked, and I'm listening. I was like, they really care about asking. Without yeah. the motherfucking rope ties or whatever the fuck she was over there raising, I
2: agree. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she still got green on her. Right,
1: mind. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they was like, "Oh, we only watch the Harman Chow and cartoon. We like Buzz Bunny." I said, "They're so." And the in walked a big fat ass daughter that looked like she shook the whole land of corn this evening. <laughs> <laughs> corn fetish. <fatted. laughs> she had on some crop shoes and and they were they were tilting to the right like there was a bridge by the laid up on the other side and i was like both coming through (laughs) (laughs) who fucking is big bitch that's what i'm saying to myself and i said these people are so disconnected i was just listening to their conversation how disconnected they were from the fucking reality what's going on in the world they said he said well he said well you can get hbo and oh no 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 oh no no oh we're not watching nothing like that i'm like do you know how much fucking you missing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you old ass hat
0: we didn't grow up in that kind of like she grew up in a p as a pk so i'm sure she wasn't allowed to watch any even nickelodeon but like
1: you can watch nickelodeon
0: uh, no i mean you can
1: watch nickelodeon my
0: homeschooled cousin. come on over
1: here kate what the fuck you behind the camera for if you want to be on the camera you be come on you'll be okay
0: mud uh, no we're gonna share one. you ain't my- got
1: covid do you
0: my uh my she do, cousin. she got it anyway <laughs> my homeschool right. cousin came over one time and we showed her south park and she was like shaking in terror because she was so afraid of getting caught by my aunt and uncle
2: oh man i used to get in trouble for trying to watch fucking and live in Living color because my mom my mom wanted to be a oh, first lady at a yeah, church yeah. big fucking time so like we weren't allowed to watch that shit either but we didn't have it to the extreme that y'all did like
1: my my husband was like that he grew up in a very churchy family and and uh, you know, you know my history with church. We just went to eat and hunch, <laughs> uh, but my husband grew. Up. They went to school. I mean, they went to school. They went to church,
2: hunching hungry. Uh, every together. day
1: except Sunday. Yeah, it's, they went to church every worst. day except Sunday.
0: It's the worst. Yeah, my like. Uh, let's take a break. Plug this in, and then we'll talk to Kate.
1: Okay. That? Yeah, we're gonna take a break real quick. <laughs> Kate was like, "I'm ready to sit down." Don't stop it, Kate. Just let it run. So. This is who you hear behind the camera camera breathing all the time.
3: (laughs) Yeah, probably breathing heavy
1: sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) And so we talk about preachers and she was telling me, which I thought was very interesting, is how she grew up with, go Kate, tell your story.
3: The whole story? In West Philadelphia. (laughs) (laughs) I wish it was that cool. Um, Yeah, I did grow up closer. I did grow up as a pastor's kid and kind of what you were just mentioning was like not even being allowed to watch Nickelodeon. Same thing. HBO was like that was for dirty people. Right. And I think sinners. that's <laughs> sinners definitely sinners. Like me in the basement at 13 real sex. <laughs> Everybody you did. Dirty that, nigga. Yeah.
2: Everybody did that. Except for Pat.
1: She was A real sex. Nigga, I was fucking. But anyway, <laughs> in Jesus' name. We was watching it, she was doing it. Dick is delicious. I was getting it early. Go ahead. Early
3: bird catches the worms
1: <laughs> and crabs. And crabs and
3: everything else. Go, keep going. Now, I mean, HBO is pretty much ninety percent of what I watch. So yeah. I've come a long way, you know. You, you like my cousin? You were kept in bubble wrap. Yeah, that was pretty much what it was like. Like Radio Disney is what I was allowed to listen to mm. for a really long time. So like to this day, when I hear what's that Fergie song? The one that really made her famous about London, the, the London Bridge. Bridge, that, that song. Oh. And it always said, it says, oh shit at the beginning, but I grew up just hearing, oh snap all the time. Right. <laughs> so I heard it recently and I was like, wow, it sounds so much better if you say shit, not snap. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> They just robbed you of everything. They robbed me they robbed of, of everything. everything. <laughs> yeah. Of everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. The
1: whole, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> when the first time she heard that song, she was like, damn, Fergie did a remix. <laughs> (laughs) Uh, No,
0: I I love my mom, but like I was 33 before I finally told my mom not to talk to me a certain way, and like that disobeying my mother by talking back to her at 33 was like the most liberating thing because you were not taught to do that. No, like there was an anxiety. You were to respect authority at all costs. You were to obey the government, to obey police officers, obey your parents, obey your teachers. Like, that constant, like, anxiety around authority figures, I think is...
2: That is why David. there's such a disconnect between the cultures. Yeah. Because y'all see us and be like, well, why didn't he just do what the cops said? It's like, fuck because yeah. the shit's not the same. Yeah. Like, that's a huge... That's a really good point. Huge issue, right? That no one ever wants to address is
0: how authority figures in in suburban white households are good. Like you see it on your Facebook with the back the blue people. Like you're not to talk to your parents a certain way. Like, I, and I think that creates a certain level of anxiety. Like Kate and I have talked about this, like privately. Like you were firstborn. We're super responsible. We don't stand up for ourselves because you are not to stand up for yourself. Correct. Like, you've listened to me, like, be mothered by Miss Pat. Right. Because we were not, I'm not, like, when I was going, I felt so bad in that last episode when I was going back at Miss Pat. In my mind, I'm going... Man, did I hurt her feelings? I really.
1: Nigga, no. Way. Keep talking. You know? I'm not your motherfucking mama. I know, but that's the. I'm s- a real mama, bitch. If you hit me, then it's on.
0: But that's the script that goes on in our heads.
1: That's them white folks' strip. That's right. Black folks' strip. Black kids ain't talking back either. But no, nah, they you just been no. Keep going. Keep telling your shitty story. But I mean your story.
3: <laughs> yes. You know what? Fuck you, mama. I mean, Miss Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it was a lot of your therapy, too, then. I know you mentioned. Yeah. I don't know if yeah, you yeah, want yeah. to talk no, about that. Okay.
0: Therapy changed my life. A
3: lot of it is learning to, like, take up your own space. Mm-hmm. A lot of what you're saying there, like, you just, you don't feel like you're allowed to, the way I grew up, at least. Like, it was, like... Keep your thoughts to yourself. Yeah. You, don't, you matter. don't matter.
0: Yep. Yep. You are All not. You're not like you're a doormat, and that's the best yes. way to be is a doormat because that's the polite thing to do. Yep. You're not to stand up for yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. You and know. that's that's how wrong, wrong that, that, that is. So, right. Right. Like, he, the there, how damaging. He, dude, he was... There
0: isn't a podcast every time we have ever recorded that I haven't left this podcast and thought, man, I was really mean to them. I should really like apologize.
1: Oh no! What? But no. then I go. Fuck that! No, I have nothing to
0: apologize. For.
1: He's he's really came a long way because I I used to say why are you so fidgety? What's what's the fuck wrong with you? And I mean I've seen the growth in you, just how how confident you is in yourself, and yeah. you know how and you should, stay. huh? Up for yourself, yeah. You yeah. always will, yeah.
0: I, in our in our brains, it's not acceptable. It's disrespectful. It's disobedient. Like you know, Kate was telling her story off the air, and like it's hard to break that script because you've just been so ingrained with it.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's kind of like it, at least in my therapy, part of what I learned is sometimes the voice doesn't go away completely. Like you're saying, like when you leave, you're still thinking like, Oh shit, was I too mean? But like the fact that you are able to still like go back at her means like there was still the part of your brain that like is learning how to override it basically that
0: that the next thought is but pat and dion still love me and they still invite me back and like they they tell me if there's something wrong like i'll think did i say something racist did i say something offensive and i go dion's the first person that will tell me and if they don't tell you then you know what i mean like there's constant work to kind of get out of that i think it's
1: just constant worry yeah Yeah. i mean mean, people i don't I didn't have that growing up We you know We couldn't talk back But we wasn't like Y'all shits And my mama Listened to motherfucking BB gang And ride the white horse And I don't count Y'all remember Ride the white horse your mom ride
0: the white horse like her mom. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus
2: Christ!
0: What did he say? Man, did your mom do heroin too?
1: <laughs> my mama thought actually it was fucking a white man, but it was heroin. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but it's a lot of stuff like you know when you've been when you've been abused or people have controlled you because I hear like my fear is that I really don't ever talk about is never thinking I'm good enough. Yeah. And that Dion that was, drives me
0: fucking insane. <laughs> I, but I, when she says it, I go, man, I know exactly how she feels. I,
1: right. I'm never good enough. And every opportunity that I get, I'd be like, uh, do I deserve this? And like, hope. That's just so bizarre. That's,
3: have you heard about imposter syndrome? Uh-uh. so that's like a lot of people in entertainment talk about it too specifically but it's it's that constant feeling of like you are good enough if like you got an opportunity but you're saying when you get it you're still like am i good enough for this opportunity is it a fluke that i got it like do i deserve it miss that's imposter call me, syndrome yeah
0: miss pat would call me for the first year of this podcast and go do you think they like it do you think it's catching on i'm like we have tens of thousands of downloads a week and people by the hundreds are messaging us saying how much they love it. Like, listen to that. Like, what what you have a hard time with, which I do too, I'm sure Kate does too, like, anytime you have proven experience, proven, like, worth, you have proven talent in something, you've, you've shown up, like, you've sold out, you know, you're to theaters almost, like, you have a TV show, like, listen to
1: that. I I know, know, I know, but you still, it still is, I think it's the, the, it's, it's, I think when you've been abused, you, you learn how to deal with, with the abuse. It never, that stuff never go away. Like I still hear my mama voice when I get something saying, bitch, you ain't shit. Yep. And, and then I start to doubt myself. Like, you know, like when, when, um, even when I saw the TV show, I mean, I I think I'm funny, but I'm never going to think. And I think that's come from abuse. I'm never going to think I'm as good as people think I am. Right. You know, like when 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 you guys, when people say you're famous, I said no, I'm just, I'm a bitch that go to Lowe's with no brawn. Mm-hmm. And it's like I make up excuses so I don't, I don't, uh, another thing I can't do, and I think it's from the abuse, is I can't take on titles.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Like today we was on a Zoom and they was like, oh, I'm producer and, and enjoy, like I'm creative and producer and everybody throwing out their big titles. And I said, I'm just Miss Pat yeah and and they don't Jordan's like i can't i can't i can't do it because then i feel like i think i can't do it because i think my that voice is gonna come in my yeah. head and tell me i ain't shit yeah.
3: yeah so as
1: long as i downplay like i haven't did anything good i don't have to hear that voice
3: yeah there's nothing to live up to there's
1: nothing to live up
3: to so you and, can't and I,
1: like if i think i know i Hell, I think that's why I do it. I never, I never put myself up there because then I start hearing my mom, you know, bitch, know. you ain't shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like the the, the the my first kid's father, you ain't shit. I start right. hearing the negative yeah. from people. And then I started right. questioning myself: Am I good enough? You know, like.
2: It, does, does this happen, too, where you hear the negative voices from the people that you love, but people you don't actually know, they build you up, but that doesn't matter as much?
1: Yeah, like like I, I used to always say when I first got a park and I first started to get popular, i say, what was you motherfuckers at when I needed you the most? <laughs> <laughs> no, Mike. <laughs> Probably not born. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get that a lot. I mean, and I deal with it. I think I deal with it by... Plan it down mm-hmm. and since i started the therapy stuff i'm starting to realize a lot of things like how like how those voices come back and how uh how that control never goes away right you know the things that you
3: don't forget that people done to you yeah, yeah. and then then typically when you're getting really angry and lashing out it's typically i have started learning that means i'm hearing my mom in that person or my dad in that person. And so you, you if project- I'm irrationally angry, it's because they're triggering yeah. in me yeah. like all the fears I had because of my mom and my dad's voice They they pro-
0: You project onto them that stu- the person that punished you. you yes. Know, the, uh, like, I have a hard time taking compliments. So if somebody messages me and says, you're really funny, I want to make a joke about that and put that compliment down instead of, what I've learned to do now is just thank you. I appreciate that you mm-hmm. made the effort to right. make me feel good. If this were three, four, five years ago before therapy, like I would have tried to make a joke or oh, I'm not this or I'm not that. Like there's a rejection of any compliment and an internalization of every criticism. Yeah. You know, now I've learned to like go, See? not every criticism is equal and every compliment is deeply it's not bullshit. They're Like they're not lying to me, you know. And I see mm-hmm. that in other people too. I see that in you sometimes, Miss Pat. Where it's like you get a compliment and they're lying. They're not telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Who yeah, they, they don't know.
1: I will admit it. And that's
0: almost that's every. That's why I, person I don't
1: I really. I don't really like talking on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Like I read the comment and I just stroll. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know, it. I. It's, it's crazy because I, I. It just. As my career started to build is when I really started to notice this. Yeah. And even before I got the therapy, when I was shooting the show, I started to say, I remember leaving a show one time, me and Dion was there, and this older black man came out and I was telling all these stories on stage and laughing about it. And he was like, if you get therapy, I'm telling you, it really works. Yeah. And that's all he said to me, like a ghost and went out the door with his big ass. Yeah, <laughs> and, and so I'm like, um, nah, I don't need no therapy. But it, it,
0: it's going to make you the greatest comedian of your generation if you go to therapy because all well, of a sudden I, all those bad scripts that are limiting you that are holding you back are all going to go
3: away. And it does mean you lose like being able to talk about it or no, like it, makes any sense. of that.
1: Yeah, I, I used to have this real big fear of like really succeeding. Like I will go. I remember uh, it happened. I tell you when it happened. When I knew I it was an issue, when I did the roast battle. And mm-hmm. remember we went to mm-hmm. Chicago and I killed, and I did not want to win in Canada. I, I did. I didn't even really try. If you look, I never seen it, but my husband said, what, "What? was wrong with you? I was scared to win." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was literally scared to win, and it wasn't because Raffin May was Raffi made was funny, but I know I could have hung with him.
0: Yeah.
1: I didn't even try. All I wanted to do was, it was a big stage for me. I didn't want to go there in the first place. I only went there, I thought I was just going to get knocked out in Chicago, and I ended up making it. She killed the dude. In of course. <laughs> yeah. And so I didn't want to, you know, they put me against Raffi Mae. I didn't even try. I really didn't even try. And so, because I didn't want it, mm-hmm. I didn't want to be on that stage with them.
0: Yeah. So much of therapy in like the last five years of my life, cause I went twice a week for two years and then once a week for two more years. It's like every missed opportunity or every failure is because I held myself back because I was afraid, you know? And like therapy helps you get rid of those blocks. Like it helps you get over that fear. It helps you to not see everybody as the same person. Like I can still fall back into that stuff when I'm stressed, but like, you know, it helps you just, it's, if you're a dude, especially go to therapy because yeah. your your relationship if your relationship sucks it's because you're not in therapy sir it's not your girlfriend or wife's fault it's your fault because you're fucked up i guarantee it's it. so
2: weird like therapy is, is is actual medicine for your emotional state of being oh yeah yeah we look at that profession as weak and fucking stupid yep. and it's stigmatized but it literally, sa- just being able to talk to a professional mm-hmm. about what's going on inside of you and how you feel. That, I mean, it could save so many people if we just got over the, oh, I don't want to look a certain way. And it's like, motherfucker, you already, yeah, like, we, we already see you. So what if that's the worst, just imagine how much better you're going to be afterward. It
0: literally, like, I don't know about you, but. Like I, I gave all the excuses of no that's weak I'm not going I'm that's guys don't do that like but when you went having to the ability to tell somebody who legally couldn't tell anybody anything like you could tell them anything it trained me to have those conversations because all of a sudden I felt safe having those conversations and I got a lot less f- anxiety and afraid about stuff because I learned how to do it with a safe person that couldn't tell anybody my deepest, darkest secrets, which, oh, by the way, she'd heard a hundred times that week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, <laughs> they're
2: professionals, so they know how to get out of you what you're afraid right. to release. So if they'll just have you start talking. Yeah. Right. And before you know it, you're telling all your sh- the shit that has, makes you cry or makes you afraid. Yeah. But they do it in a way that, you one, you feel safe. You don't feel judged. Yeah. You, they definitely don't judge and then they they're helping you go so it's like you're not by yourself in that trauma at least that's how it was for me when i was 16 yeah i went from 16 to 17 um the whole school year i would i would actually get to get out of class uh every thursday to go for like 40 minutes to talk to this she literally saved my life
0: how did you, because I think the starting it, it's the hardest part. Like, how'd you get hooked up with them?
2: Well, the school saw that I was having some behavioral issues. So it was mandated for me. And at f- the first session I was like, I'm not going to talk to you. And she she just sat there with me. She was like, you will. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not. This is, I'm, I'm glad I'm out of class. But she got me to start talking. She's, you know, it, at first it wasn't even about traumatic issues. She was like, well, what do you like? What don't you like? Right. Stuff like that. And I, she made me feel comfortable and then we got into the home stuff and how I was dealing with my parents and their their divorce, and it was just like before I knew it i was I was thinking about things that I knew that I didn't know I knew, yeah, you know what I mean? I know so, exactly like, you witness trauma, but you don't recognize it as trauma in right. the moment Mm-mm. and then they bring it up to you, and you're like, oh fuck that's that's exactly why I felt like that We were yeah, we,
0: we she walked me through it, and like she, she we got to my the the night my dad left and if i talk about it still now i will start crying like cuz that is just right on the surface but we got to that after like 6 months and i just started bawling like a like i literally went through the same emotions i had but i walked out of there feeling like so light yeah and mm-hmm. uh, you know it's like all i did was just go to my insurance website find a provider i knew i liked talking to women better and i knew i wanted somebody that i wouldn't fuck so i like chose somebody who was older and like <laughs> we had like the best conversations <laughs> legit i have a friend goes don't hire a therapist you want to fuck because i have hired my therapist and all i want
1: to I do don't is give fuck. a fuck who you hire. i you wanted, to, I wanted fuck to
2: fuck you. my therapist but
0: i wasn't old enough you <laughs> and, and if you don't like the person go to another therapist you'll connect with somebody eventually it's yeah, like, sometimes you know, it takes people three how did you four get tries. how did you get into therapy
3: well um, you should ask, Chris. It's a great... I went to college and really started realizing even more. I knew when I left for college that I didn't exactly love my life at home. Um, then I became a lot more aware of it once I was away. And so um started kind of clashing with my parents, mainly my mom at the time. Um, but I pretty much kind of started figuring out with Reddit, actually, hmm that it sounded like she was a narcissist. So so I kind of stumbled upon that myself and started learning that no contact is pretty much your only option when you're dealing with someone who's not going to hear you, like is not going to be able to hear you. So I hadn't even been in therapy quite yet. And I told her I pretty much decided to go no contact with her. That blew everything up. And so the interesting thing is um, my mom found the therapist Hmm for our whole family to start going to and she got diagnosed and didn't like her diagnosis and didn't like hearing the things that we were saying and so she quit and I actually stayed on with that therapist for about six years. Great. And yeah, like I would, I was a mess. I would not be where I am now if it weren't for therapy.
0: Do you talk now? Do you and your mom talk?
3: No, we don't. Nope. It's been seven years, I think, since I've talked to my mom. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, does she just doesn't believe the diagnosis, which is a, a really common thing with borderlines and narcissists? Doesn't doesn't believe any of the diagnoses and says I'm lying about the things that happened. I actually actually the last time I, I won texted the with her, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The last time I got a text from her, I think this was the last one I got. I started blogging about it a little bit just because it's like what I think is really important. Even like when you're able to say like you even don't always feel good enough. I think a lot of people that's helpful for a lot of people because a lot of people are probably like, Miss Pat never feels that way. Like you like separate that. You gotta go to Hobby Lobby. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I've always felt, I always respect people who can talk about it too. And I know how helpful it is to hear someone else's story. So I started kind of blogging about what was happening. And the last time my mom texted me, she said she was going to sue me if I didn't take it down.
0: Of course, they hate when you start talking about them.
3: Yeah, so that, that was the last sound time. sound like Donald Trump. That was the last time I talked to her. I think. I know there was a Christmas she reached out, and I was like, I'm like, just because it's the holidays and you're lonely and you don't have anyone, like, she doesn't get to have pictures with her kids and post them on Facebook and be like, I'm such a great person. Right. I pretty much told her that. I was like, just because you want to look good and it's the holidays doesn't mean do me she's just talking.
0: Do you think that there is any ability to reconcile?
3: Do no, you have any I don't know. No, not unless there is a big change. She's never apologized and she still doesn't think she did anything wrong. So I just can't wrap my head around yeah, spending you, time with you, someone you like you that. You will not be able to heal unless that apology comes because right. for the no, longest time, that's not true. You can heal. You can but heal. But heal the relationship that, that's that, that's, the relationship, relationship, yeah. that's what I mean. There
1: has meant. to be a conscious... You got to forgive. You got to forgive so right. you can live. And, and that's what I had to do. Yeah. Because, you know, My mama had died and I couldn't get an apology from her and my ex. You know, I've told that story a hundred times when I, you know, when I thought he was going to apologize. So you can heal by forgiving them, and that you will release that same amount of pressure off of you as Chris did when he cried or you did when you cried and me it's just for you to live I I I'm, I'm
2: I'm meant, meant you can't heal that relationship right. until yeah, you get yeah, that yeah, home. yeah. because that's what happened between me and my mom for the longest time like I, I didn't talk to her I was like I don't you don't have nothing to say to me other than we, we address the issue that yeah. where I left you at it's like until that is reconciled we don't have anything to talk about and it took a couple of years it was like three or four years where I, I had no contact outside of holidays and because the whole family got together but I was in no hurry to talk to her.
1: You know, when I first met you and uh, I knew he had mother issues because of the way he talked to women Mm. and the way he used to try to talk to me. I hate this story. Yeah, but and I used to talk and I told him, I said, I said, you have I said, you don't respect your mother because not because I'm older than him by a few years. But I just saw the way he would talk like we're friends. We've been friends since I moved here. But the way he talked and I was like, nigga. You you know you when a black man been raised by a mama and they respect their mama, they have respect for black women. They in their minds we're queens, and it wasn't because he dated a bunch of white women. I told him this from day one. Now am listen, lying? Let's
0: work on your coping skills, Dion. Am
1: I lying? I told <laughs> yes, you from day one. No, I know, no, no. I said, am I lying when I told you you had? Mu-, I said you have a. I said you have mama issues. I told him that a long time ago. I sure did. I knew. I, I didn't need you to tell me that. I, <laughs> I mean, I didn't I didn't know that. I didn't know that about you. Yeah. But I could tell from the way you were at with me. Yeah, it was it, the way you would speak to me. I didn't I don't let anybody speak to me
2: the way you used to speak to me. I including my mother cuz she used to try and talk to me like that.
1: Yeah, and that but, was part of the but, therapy
2: that I went through. It's like don't let anybody talk to you that way. Well,
1: and DM was also a person when I first met him like he didn't want you to be like, I'm blunt, and I tell you what the fuck on my mind. I tell you when you fuck up. Like, when I first met him, and he was like, he thought he was like the fun. He thought, you know, he was like most comics when we first started coming. You know, we get a few good sex, and we think we the shit. More therapy. And I was trying to tell him certain things, and he will fight back. And I'm like, nigga, why are you fighting back? I-, I know what the fuck I'm talking about right here. But he, over the years, he have gotten a lot better. Like, he wouldn't listen when I first... It was always this with us. Like Because you learned how to talk to me. It's, it, it
2: wasn't what you were saying. It was how you were saying it. It's why I wasn't receiving it. I, I can that, tell you from
0: from your dynamic. Let me help change the subject. Um, let what,
1: me have the nigga, talk. you
3: like, we're going to break out and fight. Oh, it's not a bad subject. We also are no, attracted... It, no, but it, it,
0: I'm saying, like, watching you two... And you, Dion, stand up for yourself and, like, say, I'm not going to accept less than how I'm supposed to be treated, Mm -hmm. you know, has helped me, and, and like, that's been a great example, because, and and you saying, I'm I'm safe, you can say it to me, you can say it to my face, like, when you're dealing with narcissistic people, you have to have a spine of iron, like, you have to have the, like... I don't think I
3: ran into one yet.
0: You have. You have. You have. You just, I mean...
3: I mean you, you couldn't be in your industry and not You have. beat you beat most of yours up though. Yeah <laughs> because
0: yeah. you never you never started where Kate and I started or maybe Dion, like where you don't feel you're worthy of having like the you're you just are allowed to be talked to that way. You don't have that same thing where it's like when you're dealing with a narcissistic person like your mom, it's like you gotta you gotta cut it off because
2: Classic example yeah. is when you beat the boy up in the office, and Avery was just standing there. I mean, he's he's he is definitely.
1: Oh, he was. He, one. He's definitely. He would lie his ass off, Gardner.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he is 100% one hundred percent.
1: Yes. Oh, I I remember when I first met this dude. When I first met moved here, you know, like he was a comedian, and you know, he was one of the ones they kind of thought was a shit, and um, he, he told me he was a joke. professional golf instructor and so he said i fly down and i train people like tiger woods and i'm like what yeah See what i'm saying to myself and i'm like oh he must be rich and he walked around with that white boy swag with the khaki pants and act like he looked like he had some money i would never seen him get out of a car so i never knew what he drove anyway but then i learned how he was just a lying gambling broke piece of shit
0: you know what's amazing about those people is they can be successful for a period of time. They can be president, but eventually, like they overstay their welcome, and everybody figures out exactly who they are.
2: The emperor can only have no clothes for so exactly. long, exactly. And then it's like somebody reckon why this nigga don't got no clothes? Right. No?
0: right.
3: Yeah, and, and often was, people actually yeah. did know, and they just they aren't were say afraid anything. to say it. Yeah,
0: and, and that's another thing that like just speak up. Because the second you speak up, all those people, like I had a situation with a friend where I finally was like, I think this guy's no good. And I had like half a dozen people go, hey, I didn't know how to tell you this. I've been waiting for you to figure it out, but you need to know. Like it's once you kind of go, hey, that person, is that that? Yes, that's exactly, you know, Mm -hmm. like that's where great friendships like what what you two have where you can like i've never seen I, two friends be more honest with each other and that's been great for me to watch
1: i love you on facebook i mean he be going in and they be oh i said look at chris i said oh his the playing field people be after his ass eh. <laughs> and he fight back i would be like get him chris and then i always come on and say chris why are your friend so racist <laughs> you know what
0: you know what's hilarious is over this year doing that it's been my libertarian people that don't like me as much. It's been my high school friends that I didn't think listened to me go, you're exactly right. You'd say what I th-. like, you know, because I think a lot of them and like Kim, I know she listens. We all grew up and we listen to this show. They listen to the show and they go, man, I think in the same like you, you're articulating. We're articulating what a lot of suburban white people want to know want to mm-hmm. talk about they just but needed they a model how to do it they needed a model
1: yeah they needed a mo- yeah yeah and yeah you know, but we, we all got issues oh, And yeah. then we all got issues it's all about just you know fighting them demons and you know try to come around i'm not perfect i mean i like coming i like doing a podcast because it get it let people know that i'm human i don't sit here and talking about no fart jokes i want to sit here and talk about real shit i I told my husband about a month ago, I said, I think I'm scared to succeed. I mm-hmm. think, I think there's a problem that I have. And once I started talking to the, um, to the, uh, the therapist lady, she, she made me realize what the problem was. Yeah. The fear that I have. And you know, I fight your ass, but when it come up to like, like I, I like I, I have, I don't have, I don't call them friends. I have people that's famous that I talk to. And then I was like, then I was like, well, I, I started down myself. Why, why would they want to talk to me? You know, why, why would they want to be my friend? Right. Like I'm laying in bed one night and I get a text and uh, it's like, I haven't seen you since the cabin. I'm like, who the fuck is this? And so I stroll down and it's fucking Joel McHale. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck you want with me? That's what my mind, what makes me push everybody away, say. yeah. And I just started talking to him. It ended up being a really funny fucking conversation. But I'm glad I was able to realize that. You know, because I've had I missed opportunities from being scared like that. Do,
0: do you find yourself unconsciously causing chaos to avoid success?
1: in the, yep, there've been times when I was like, there've been there've been times when I didn't want to do something. I mean, I've talked to you a hundred times about it. i like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, and they're like, why? I, said, I don't know. I just don't want to do that because I know, <laughs> I know, I go out and do well. And, and, and then I started to doubt myself. Like, I remember when I did the 15-minute, the 20-minute Netflix special, and <laughs> the lady from Netflix coming to me who was in Canada, mm. and she said, Miss Pat, come here. And I'm like, uh I'm saying to myself, I know who the fuck she is. She's the lady who fucking run the comedy department at Netflix. I'm my the crazy person in me, or the little thing that try to keep me down. So what the fuck this bitch want? Why the fuck this bitch wanna to talk to you? Don't talk to this bitch. Yeah. And so I go over and I talk to her and she said, We wanna give you a, a, a net, you know, a twenty minute Netflix special. And I was like, my mind said, for what, bitch? <laughs> 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 and I looked at her. I said, oh, thank you. I said, did you tell Reg? And she looked at me because I guess she was like, oh, and I was like, oh, okay. I said, I, did you tell Reg? She said, yeah, I told her. And I, I said, okay, I'm going to go back over here. And, but that's that That's that fear in me. Yeah. yeah, And I remember when I was in L.A. shooting the pilot, getting ready for that. And... um. Uh, I was talking to Jordan I've told this story before I was talking to Jordan and He was he we was fucking literally practicing all day for the pilot And I mean Debbie was wearing our asses out And I would go Step to 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning Hit different spots in LA And he's like Why are you doing this? Because It wasn't because I didn't know those jokes You know when you do TV jokes You are gonna burn the shit and never use it again I knew the jokes but I wanted it to fall out of my mouth like it all went together like butter. And that's something Jordan, the writer of my show, couldn't understand.
2: Yeah. And
1: he's like, but you already know this. It's already funny. You, I, But to, I had to overcompensate because I was so scared I was going to fail. Right. Yeah. So,
2: Which is so frustrating. I know. Being be, <laughs> Sitting next to her and it's like, I don't get jealous of you, but I do get frustrated because you think you're not, like you don't see...
3: What everybody else no. like,
2: and I, I that frustrates me because I, I want you to be able to see that, even if it's just for like, it's like Pat, you are so good at what you do, like because you, you, it's one, it's natural, yeah, like. Yeah. If if you never took a comedy class, like you're fucking when you your first time that lady told you to go, you need to go do stand up comedy. It's like it's so easy for you to elicit laughter from people, and it's like you're so good at it without even trying. And then I watch you actually try, and it's just like, oh, she's so good. And then you're like, man,
0: I I didn't like that. And I'm like,
2: what are you fucking talking about? That was fantastic.
0: (laughs) You have you have a level of experience that like you should just trust yourself more than you do
1: i'm working on it i yeah. am and and i think a lot of that come from you know childhood just from what i what i've been through in life and and it's like my you know my my family said i'm a person that's never satisfied i said you should never get satisfied and you don't have anything to work towards when you start to think i always say in this business. Never suck your own dick. It's too many people out there willing to suck it for you. Yeah. You know how you see people that's not even that good and they're acting like they're famous? Then when you when you start to act like that, then to me, you don't have any, you don't, you're not working. Yeah. All you want to do is somebody to give you something. So I think that's why I always try to continue to work and I don't see the stuff other people see. Cause people ask famous people like, why do you talk to these people? I'm like, because they fucking people. These people go to Hobby <laughs> Lobby for me. I like talking because they're real fucking people. I enjoy, actually... <laughs> they go to
0: Hobby Lobby for me. <laughs> That's why I am. Gotta get
1: the deals, man. My elite force
0: of Karens. No, I, <laughs>
1: but they you know, like some people come in my inbox and they talk and if I'm not busy, I talk back and they're like, oh, you shouldn't talk back. And I'm like, I'd rather talk to them than to talk to you motherfuckers with fucking problems that... I'm not talking to you motherfuckers. I want to talk to the real people. Bitch, what kind of deal you saw at Hobby Lobby today?
0: Yeah, do you tend, and I'm just thinking this, but you tell me if this is right or not. Do you tend to look at your career or your work as I'm either talented or not talented as opposed to I've worked enough, like exercise for me was really important because it learned, I never thought I could lose weight until I exercised and I was like, "Oh, you just do this over and over and over and you can do whatever you want to do." Like, do you look at creative work as something that you've done enough reps to be really good or do you view it as I'm either just talented because God blessed me or I'm not? Mm. Cuz you have put in the work to be great at everything you do and you don't trust that work.
1: Um yeah. I mean, I th- I know I'm talented. I mean, and I know comedy comes easy for me, but, um, I still feel like I'm not there yet. Mm -hmm. I still, I know I'm not there yet. I'm not, I got a lot, I got a lot of work to do. Yeah. You know, like I, cause I dreamed of being somebody like Richard Pryor. That's, you know, that's what I look up to. And, you know, um, I just, I don't think I'm there. I know I'm not there yet. I would love to be, but, um i don't think i ever see myself like everybody else will see me
0: you'll never you'll be great because you'll never it'll never be good enough yeah
2: as long
1: as you don't beat anybody (laughs) else up you'll be all right Right. that elevator
2: is going
0: up just
1: listen to the
2: life
0: coach you'll be fine
1: (laughs) yeah so i mean and i I don't know if i do that to humble to make keep myself humble my husband said he said i do that so it's like i'm not in reality Mm -hmm. you know like if I'm in a store and you recognize me, I will run from you oh uh, let me get the fuck out of here. Okay. <laughs> let me get the fuck out of here. You know. Um I, I don't know. I just I just think I do I, I I I think I'm just humble. You know, I talk to anybody. I mean, you know, I, I Yeah, don't- but
0: that's what makes you humble, not denying your talent. You know, like you have the ability to be the next Richard Pryor. Like You know, you you have a gift that other people don't, so your hard work plus your talent means you're not going to fail at whatever you put your mind to.
1: Well, probably not, but I'll probably uh, get famous and then be hiding in the house. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) That motherfucker know who I am. I can't go to Hobby Lobby Lowe's no more with no She's going to be
0: Beyonce rich and calling us, hey, are you near the north side? (laughs) I got a a table on Facebook watch that I need you to get.
1: (laughs) I'll probably go to the house my guy what nigga give me that goddamn table then you say it was a hundred dollars i don't i don't know you know i, I just it, it's just hard work you know and it we'll see i don't i don't know how i'm gonna react if once all of this shit i'm into eventually pop i remember talking to the um uh, the the showrunner you know and he was like are you ready for this i said what i'm just ready to go to work and get my paycheck like everybody else and he's like you don't know what's about to happen to you i said uh nope nigga but i know how much they say they're gonna pay me
0: you and i had a conversation two years ago when we started talking about the podcast at bob and tom we had almost this exact same conversation you have no idea because i mean maybe you don't let yourself take those benchmarks and reflect on how how far you've grown like we talk a lot about how far i've come and this and that on this show but like take the benchmarks of that conversation two years ago where your career was where you were like I was helping you shoot an audition that you were kind of hoping to get. You have your own TV show now. You know what I mean? Like, think about all that's happened in the two years, and we're having the same conversation about, like, man, you could be super famous. You're really good at this. You're great. And you're like, ah, we'll see, we'll see. Like, take stock on where you're at. Like, I think you're you're in a great position.
1: I am. I mean, I got a lot of stuff that we working on. I am in a great position. If it pops... It, it could it be life changing. And I lay in the bed some nights nice and I think about it. And I asked my husband, I said, Do you realize our life is about to change or mm-hmm. could change? And he was like, Well, I'll be glad because I'm ready to leave this motherfucking job. <laughs> 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 he said, He's awesome. I'll be glad you give me fuck out there planting them niggas think I'm rich. And they be like, What the fuck you doing here? Ain't your wife on TV? <laughs> and my husband, he just stared at me like this. <laughs> <laughs> like get the fuck away from me he was like they, he said when we talk on the podcast they be walking they, they'll come in the next day talking the shit cause he don't listen to the podcast right. he's like I don't know what the fuck you talking about what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> when Tuesdays every Tuesday morning they ride into the podcast uh, Wednesday morning they come in talking shit to him he, at his he just work staring. yeah at his work
0: <laughs> called him diet hands <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> so he said uh, he's like uh, I'd be glad you get me the fuck out of this plant so you know I mean I think that's what I'm working towards of him getting retired mm-hmm. so we can move. And th- that's what fame is to me when I can say, Hey dude, I got it. Let's go home. You know, let's move back home. And you know, I'm just with my family. Right. You know, well, I can tell you this.
2: I I don't know what the future holds for the, for the TV show, but I know it won't be your fault if it don't, <laughs> that, if it don't go the way right. you want it to go. I, yep. You work super, super hard. You, you, you hire the right people you put in the effort and you you're really fucking funny like, you it's it's like you've you've let me you know you, you give me a little bit of a, a view on the inside and from what i've seen it's just like I, the only way this show doesn't work is if, if it, somehow the marketing team doesn't do enough promotion for it because it's
0: it's fucking funny. Well, the crack babies are not going to let that happen. But Dion, is there any job you could do that you'd stay up till two in the morning to- <laughs> doing? Like she's probably, up at two, waking
1: up at three. Porn, But that's I, <laughs> I literally get up every morning and read the strips and go over them and punch them and 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 uh, I you know everybody else is in L. A. and they be like, do you fucking sleep? I'm just like that. That's that's the type of person I am. I would think about each line on the strip and say, oh, my God, this joke wrote down. Let me get up and go write it down. Oh, my God. And the great part about it, because I have Thomas Simmons, you know what I'm saying? And he the same way. All he need to do is throw water in his face and fucking wet his white face. He's fucking good. That's all, <laughs> all he need to do me a cup of coffee and wet his white face and he's fucking ready to go he's like roll runner right there by my side with me and i was like oh my god i found somebody who just is fucking a workaholic like i am but i, I literally get up every morning with my husband going that office and by the time la woke up i was like hey Take out your computer, motherfucker. I'm ready to do this. Right. Or I'm ready to change it. And it'll be mornings. I know Dion be pushing me over to no don't answer this bitch. Five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Nigga, wake up. I gotta tell you this joke. I gotta tell you this line. Is it working? And so he eventually called back. But I think I just it's it's the work ethic for me. I like I like I like burying myself in the work ethic. I mean, I don't I know the fame is coming, but I don't give a fuck about that. Like when we went to the NAACP image award, my book was um nominated. We should try everything to get me to walk the red carpet. I said, first of all, bitch, these shoes hurt. Second of all, nobody knows who the fuck I am. Third of all, I don't want to walk no red carpet. I just want to go and eat this chicken dinner that I've reserved, sit down, and get the fuck out of here.
0: See, but that annoys me. And I'll tell you why. You're always on Dion to get a nicer shirt. Image is everything, perception is important in all this. And then you know that because yeah. you're telling him that advice. Walking the red carpet is how you get more promotion for your TV show, your podcast, your sets, like, yeah, all that's important. Oh, so you hate it when she's a hypocrite, too. <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: let's talk about
0: that. Like, But you're not,
2: no, you're not, I was not <laughs> dressed up that night. you're I not, you're not, no, but you're apartment. not letting
0: yourself do it because you don't think you deserve it, and you do.
1: Yeah, well, the next red carpet I get, I might walk it, just for you, Chris. Do
0: it, or I'll, and, I'll follow and, behind you. I'll be, we'll like, pushing,
1: uh, pushing you on there. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost like comfortable shoes. Well, I'm, I'm going to give you a shout out. I mean, I don't know if I, I try to avoid stuff like that. I do. I don't, I don't care for all of that attention. And that's what Quisha, hey, she was like, let me go. Let's go to the parties. I said, no, bitch, I'm going to bed. What What was that we had And um, I had to go. I said, I get you in, but I, I'm going out the back door on y'all asses. Even when I did T.I. and he invited me to his... The, uh, the
0: Mythbusters party in San Francisco. <laughs>
1: oh, there was no back door. We looked for that motherfucking... One way in, one way out. It was a fucking garage.
0: And all the white San Francisco liberals were
2: like,
1: The blacks are leaving. The blacks <laughs> are <No>. leaving. <laughs>
2: Yeah. It was literally like a fucking fashion show, the way we walked in and out that bitch. <laughs> what the fuck was I, that? I wanted those fucking chips and sauces so bad.
1: I'm like, we leaving. I'm like, God damn it. Oh, God. That was some bullshit. Oh, here we go. What you want, security guard? What you want, fat
0: nigga?
1: What it is? We good, bro. What, up? what it is, Captain Save a Dick? <laughs> Save a Dick. <laughs>
2: Nigga look like a free agent bodyguard.
1: (laughs) See, I I just love these conversations. It's it's, it's healing because, I mean, I don't think I would have said that a year ago. But, hey, we all got issues. Don't fuck around and
0: let me get more confidence than you. Oh, God. Don't let it happen. I won't.
1: (laughs) We're going to push him down in them shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Nigga, get out of here with that motherfucker talking. What (laughs) the fuck is wrong with you? Radio he got it. <laughs> 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 who fuck ain't radio <laughs>
0: beast be stung Cuba good looking junior motherfucker <laughs> ah, look at- be stung. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so fucking funny so we're going to Atlanta and uh, Kate is going with us yep and Dion and we're gonna have a good time and we it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be interesting it's, we're gonna have a good time we are. You got
2: the, the the final date for when you need to report and-
1: jerry fourth oh i gotta tell you i gotta figure i'll tell you when we get off air and stuff like that i didn't get a place to stay oh but it was it's nice so i'm looking forward to it hey keep healing hey and, and you know if you need counseling like i'm in therapy and oh, everybody up on this motherfuckers in therapy and I'm, I'm a new therapist so i'm new to this motherfucking crazy gang um You know, I got a sponsor called BetterHelp. You ain't got to sit in there and talk to them motherfuckers. You can do it on Zoom. If you don't like it, a nigga cross-eyed and get you another motherfucking counselor with two eyes that point directly at you. (laughs) 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 Ain't no sense you looking at a nigga with a rate, with with a motherfucking uh, uh, eye that yields to the other way. (laughs) Hello. Oh, my grandbaby. I know I got to go for somebody to kidnap these niggas. That ain't worth nothing. <laughs> we want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Patty House. <laughs> hey, <laughs> young
0: man, do you want to try better help? <laughs> they going to need it. <laughs>
1: Come and say your name, Aiden. <laughs> What's your name? Aiden Lafayette. <laughs> Come here, Grandma Baby. That's my baby. He be telling him some shit. Right here. That my... Come here. Come in Poo-Poo. What you been doing? You was up there fitting on them whole day? <laughs> <laughs> I did not say that. God forgive me. I didn't mean to say that. Oh Lord, Paw Patrol. <laughs> Got <a> Paw Patrol, <laughs> Patrol your mask too big. Who the fuck gave you that welfare mask? am scary. <laughs> Who gave you that? Adam Miss Adams. Adam gave you a fucked up mask. <laughs>
0: It's Look like you're about to do the dinosaur. is
1: cute too, and, and my baby. All right, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pat <laughs> Down. I need sure. for week. Okay, all right. He <laughs> <laughs> told him to shut I the, got the got fuck soap. up as she gave him the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> I got cowboys.
1: You got cowboys. Mm-hmm. Okay, what'd you get for Christmas? I'm sorry. Hedgehog. Huh? Now I want to call the hedgehog. I think he's been reincarnated. He be talking about Sonny's Hedgehog. That shit old as shit. Yeah, that
0: was, was popular when I was his age.
1: Yeah, so I don't know what the fuck he talking about on Sonny's Hedgehog he for. Make, yeah. He's
2: making a comeback yep. big time.
1: Yeah, he 30. He 30. <laughs> 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 hey, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the Pat Down. Make sure you check out my sponsor, Better Help, because we all motherfucking need better help. And I'm new to the crazy gang